late night anger management class. This is Sports Rage. I am Gabriel Morenci, the pimps, the players, the hustlers, the people that bust them, and everybody else in between. Still, still trying to figure out what the hell happened today. Like, honestly, it's amazing that the New York Jets win this football game. And the storyline of this football game is what the hell is wrong with the New York Jets more so than it is than what the hell is wrong <laughs> with with the Los Angeles Rams for losing a game. You know, there was other games that went on in the National Football League today. We really haven't really taken a look at too many of them because, like, honestly, we could talk for, like, 10 hours about this, about, like, only the Jets could, like, pull this off. And, like, for the love of God, man, you're 0-13. You're 17-point underdogs. And, like, like I said, like, I blame the Rams as well. Like, how the hell if you're the Rams do you allow this to happen? And, you know, listen, the Rams scored 17. They only scored three points in the first half, the Rams. They put up 17 in, in, in the second. They sort of woke up and said, oh, whoa, whoa, we better get this thing together right now. And I thought the Rams were going to come back. I thought, I, you know, I wasn't really in a panic, even when they were down big and like an idiot. I did have the Rams and Moneyline parlays. Um, Seattle, listen, Washington nearly came back on Seattle, but Seattle hangs on to win the football game. They needed the win. They get to 10 and speaking of Seattle, they get the Rams uh, this week, as always, we'll go over the opening numbers. Uh, Arizona. Arizona was sort of, you know, their wings, the Cardinals' wings were clipped a couple of weeks ago. You know, the wheels had fallen off. They were 6-6. Six and six. They, You know, they were lucky to win the one game that they won in, like, you know, in a five-week stretch by hitting a Hail Mary. And now suddenly all it took was playing against a couple of teams from the NFC East. They beat the New York Giants. They beat the Philadelphia Eagles. And now suddenly, you know, Arizona's eight and six and life is good for them once again. Kyler Murray's also healthier. That's another thing. Kyler Murray was a little beat up after that Seattle game. And it showed for a couple of weeks. But Dr. David Chow, ProFootballDoc.com, a 17-year team doctor of the Chargers, is a regular with us. And he keeps telling us that Kyler Murray is healthy right now. And it doesn't matter whether Carson Wentz is ever going to be healthy because you're not going to be the quarterback of this team anymore. Jalen Hurts is lighting it up. and. You know, there's always been a debate, you know, about like, you know, the wide receivers make quarterbacks. Does a good quarterback need like stud wide receivers? They saw he doesn't have a lot of weapons. Well, Jalen Hurts is working with the same weapons that Carson Wentz is working with. And he's a hell of a lot more productive with them, uh, isn't he? 338 yards, three touchdowns for Jalen Hurts. Late night anger management class. This is Sports Rage. I am Gabriel Morenci. Bet your rage. Bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Don't think of us as just sports talk. Think of us as a full immersion crash course in sports news you can use. You listen. You learn. Get the winning edge. This is the Sports Grid Radio Network. Honey, I've got some bad news for you. Oh, no, Marge, I'm waiting for the new XFL season. Who will win this year's million-dollar game? Who? Who? Honey. The X is for extreme. There is no XFL this year. The league folded. <laughs> Who told you? Last year's MVP. He sweeps up toenails at the beauty parlor. Late night anger management class. 
All right, we're going to get uh, back to the college bowls, and there's a lot of bowls of, like, steaming crap, uh, actually. Like, uh, you know, it's sort of settling in now. It's, you know, the bowl matchups were just announced, and everything's finalized, and I look at some of these games. I'm like, how is this a bowl game? Like, I would, like Mississippi State's 3-7. and seven. South Carolina's 2-8. and eight. Like, are the New York Jets making the playoffs now? I guess they are, right, because they won today. The Jets, we need teams. Like, really, this is what we're doing here? Because they need teams. So we're putting, like, really, we're putting two and eight teams in bowl games. It's not even funny. <laughs> like, like, it's not even funny, man. Like, dude, I was under the impression that, like, you know, I I, I heard earlier in the year that they were going to waive the six-win thing. Because normally you need six wins, right? You got to be six and six. Unless there's an exception, you get into six and seven. <laughs> They'll make an exception that sometimes. But... I thought, like, basically, you know, they were saying, listen, like, basically, you know, three and four is sort of the, you know, if you're one game under 500, you could get in. They waived that. You have to be 500. But, like, never let it ever be said that these people are not solely, fully, completely about money. Like, when they're rolling out bowl games with two and eight teams, don't tell us that it's for like the, you know, for the good of like anybody. All right. So you're telling me, oh, it's for the good of the kids that now they don't get to spend the holiday, they don't get to spend Christmas at home. <laughs> they got to prepare for some bowl game that they're two and eight in. They got to go play in a stadium with no fans or whatever in some crap ass town. Maybe Joe Lisi likes these crap ass towns, but, you know, wow. Wow. All right. So we'll get back to some of the ridiculousness of the college stuff. Like I said, I don't know what to do with Iowa State is. I guess I'm I'm willing to bet money. Like the, is Iowa State is the like the athletic director on the voting committee or something? Like how the hell are Iowa State in a in a Fiesta Bowl? Coastal Carolina are playing in the Cure Bowl. They're 11 and 0. They're playing in the Cure Bowl, and Iowa State like Iowa State just lost. Like they just lost. That's what I'm saying. Like it's a pile of crap. Like none of these games matter. Like what are we playing these games for? You guys made your mind up. All right, we're, we're going to screw up. We're going to screw everybody. We're going to screw everybody over. Like, what, Mississippi State, South Carolina. They're 2-8, and eight, man. <laughs> They've lost six straight games. They're on a six-game losing streak. They're, they're, they're on, like, like, what are we doing here? Like, you know, you could argue even tomorrow. It's like, this is kind of ridiculous that uh, that North Texas is playing. You know what? The thing is, the bowl games needed teams, all right? Like, like we went over the list here. A lot of teams that have a hell of a lot better records than a lot of these losers that are playing. Like, look, like UCLA are an entertaining team right now. UCLA are a fun football team. They would have been a fun team to watch in a bowl game. They didn't want to play. The USC Trojans are damn good. Trojans shut it down. They're like, no, we're out. Utah, out. Virginia, out. Virginia Tech, out. I don't know what the hell. What, what about you, Nebraska, Scott Frost? Weren't you guys, like, suing people earlier in the year to play? I swear to God, you're, you want, like, the biggest scumbags in sports? It's college football. Like, these coaches are just, like, they're all lowlifes. Like, they really are. Like, the, the athletic directors are dirtballs. They're, like, sleazier than politicians. 
They're like politicians who are smart enough not to be politicians and know they could just be as sleazy and make as much money, but behind the scenes. And you don't have to get people to vote for you. Like, they really are just sleazeballs. Like, Nebraska, like, Nebraska sued the Big Ten earlier this year because they wanted to play. So now, what, you guys are shutting it down? <laughs> it's a little hypocritical and stupid, isn't it? I want to get to the NFL, but this stuff is just pissing me off. Like, there's a lot of really, like, you know, a lot of stupidity here. So South Carolina is playing UAB. UAB is actually favored. Who the hell is Mississippi State playing? They're in that, uh... oh, yeah, so, was it Mississippi State and Tulsa? Yeah, Mississippi State and Tulsa, the Armed Forces Bowl, December the 31st. Mississippi State are a three-win team, man. They're three and seven. And they're taking on a damn good Tulsa football team that is getting zero respect here. This is a bad number. Tulsa minus one and a half. Tulsa's going to beat Mississippi State. Tulsa will be very fired up uh, for this game. They're minus 128 on the money line. That's New Year's Eve day. Get the party started. Get the party started. New Year's Eve day. We're uh, we're approaching the drinking season. Are you a big uh, New Year's Eve drinker, Matthias? You get blasted on New Year's Eve? Normally, people go out New Year's Eve, but it's not the same this year. Go home and do some Jose Cuervo, and if we get really get down with it, we do some Casadores, and, you know, then we, got to, we bring the tequila out for New Year's Eve. You know, we save the vodka and put that to the side. But you don't go out. You stay in and get. You stay in and party. When I when I was younger, we'd go to some festivals. But now now we like to stay at the crib. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> New Year New Year's Eve is for amateurs. Uh, New Year's Eve is for amateurs. You can't get an Uber. You can't get a taxi. Every bar is full, and you know places will still be full this year, even though everyone's got coronavirus. So yeah, it's going to be a bit train wrecked. I like I like when there's sports on New Year's Eve. They don't. They remember they had they've had the college football playoffs on New Year's Eve a couple of times and they didn't like it. Um, and in fact, I remember like when they did it the first time, ESPN was adamant like not to do it, and they got into it big time with like uh, with the college football committee. It's not the NCAA. That's one thing. Like the NCAA doesn't run this college football stuff. That's one thing that's a misnomer. So you can't blame the NCAA. Right. It's it's the athletic directors that run the college football playoffs at a college football playoff committee. So they the ESPN were like, what are you guys nuts? You're going to play on because it basically landed. That's the night it was. Right. And ESPN told them this is a really bad idea. And I remember the head of the college football, I think it's the Hancock guy, whatever, said that uh, people would watch um, call it the college football semifinals on the 4th of July, if their house was on fire. He basically told ESPN that you guys are nuts. What are you worried about? Like, yeah, we're invincible. Like, that, they said, are you kidding me? And it was a big game, too. It was like, I think it was Alabama, Oklahoma or something. It was pretty big. And they were like, what are you kidding me? And uh, we'll, we'll do just fine. Don't worry about it. And ESPN was like, we're telling you, this is a mistake. And they did it, and it was a train wreck. The ratings were low. <laughs> Was I think like it happened. Show? Yeah, and I think I think it happened twice actually. I think it's happened twice that it's popped up on New Year's Eve, and both times it was a ratings disaster. Like um, the thing is, as popular as it is, 
The thing is, this year it's different. This year it's different because people aren't going out like normal. But normally, it's tough, like, you know, it's tough, like, you know, even if you're married, you have a girlfriend and stuff, you can watch a lot of sports. But it's tough to, like, you know, say, listen, we're not going out New Year's Eve because I'm going to watch Clemson play Ohio State, even though I'm not even a Clemson or Ohio State fan. You know what I mean? It's it's a hard sell, right? It's 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 a yeah. Well, if you're a degenerate, listen. But the thing is, there's a lot of lonely people, right? There's a lot of people that don't have girlfriends. A lot of people don't have wives. A lot of people are just gamblers, and they like the entertainment. We talk about it. The Hawaii Bowl, you know, that's like the uh, Christmas Eve comfort right there for the lonely, uh, the lonely degenerates, man. That's what they've got going on. Why do you think the NBA is uh, playing? <laughs> what do you think the NBA is on TV on uh, on Christmas? Speaking of which, the NBA tips off in a couple of days. A lot of crazy stuff going on. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Sports Grid is available on the radio, internet, TV, satellite, and don't forget our mobile app. So if you're not getting it, you're just not trying. Keep it right here. This is the Sports Grid Radio Network. And how much? $100? $200? No. Hey, wait a second. What are you doing? You're not betting. You know he's not supposed to bet. No, Jerry, it's a lock. Kramer, you've had this thing under control for almost three years now. Don't start again. But it's a lock. No. Jerry. Late night anger management class. Shout out to everybody tuning in. Shout out to our radio affiliates, uh, people uh, in our live chat uh, as well. Big Will. Uh, Andrew McKinnis, what's up, McKinnis? Will be with us uh, later in the week. Um, we know McKinnis loves to bet on the pucks, and uh, they've announced the uh, the NHL is going to be coming back January the 13th. Quicker than I thought, actually. Quick turnaround. But speaking of greed, like they don't care. They're just throwing the players out there. I, what, I from what I understand, there's no preseason. <laughs> like, they're just throwing them out there. <laughs> no preseason. Oh, All right. Uh, I guess they don't have time, right? They're they're in a rush, like. Uh, but what a what a year! What a sports year! It's just so whacked out. You got two and eight teams in bowl games, three and seven teams in bowl games. So yeah, we're talking about New Year's Eve and holiday games, but holiday games are big, man. You know what I mean? Like uh, I know. Listen, I used to do radio shows often. I used to do an annual Christmas special when I was live, and I remember like the station manager saying to me. He goes, really? You're going to be on Christmas? And like, because normally like no one was on, right? I was like the only person on. <laughs> like the network just had best of all day. And I said, yeah. I said, hey, why not? You know, I said, it's a weeknight. I'd be on anyway. So, um, and I said, you know, I said, there's a lot of lonely people out there that don't have anybody on Christmas. So, and he said, I don't know, man. He said, I think you're just going to be on the air alone. And this is like, you know, 17, 18 years ago. You know, and um, and I swear to God, it was like phone lines were lit up all night. It was packed. Oh, thank you so much that you're on tonight. Right. Thank you so much that you're on. And it sort of became a uh, an annual tradition. The late, great Ted Teven used to uh, check in and Ted would do Christmas shows like, uh, you know, we used to have some great Christmas specials 
Uh, this year, there is no. See, I got your hopes up. Oh, really? Oh, <laughs> this year, there is no. It's like King Diamond says, merciful fate. No presents for Christmas. Um, <laughs> we will not. Let me repeat, we will not be on. But you've got, that's why you got the NBA. Right? That's, that's why you've got the NBA. But I can tell you, I can tell you that this is pretty cool. For New Year's Eve, Sports Rage Late Night will not be on New Year's Eve uh, because Mateus uh, is getting drunk, um, and I believe Yang will as well. Uh, but we are going to be on Game Time Decisions New Year's Eve. We are going to be on Game Time Decisions. So me and the Raging Redhead Cam Stewart will be on from 6 until 9 to get you ready for New Year's Eve. All right, so there, that, that should be a fun show. Um, that'll be on, uh, so yeah, New Year's Eve. Uh, so we're on. Uh, me and Cam will be on 6 o'clock Eastern until 9 o'clock. Let's check in. Are, are there going to be, what, what's the, uh, is there games? There, I know there's games New Year's Eve day, but up to what time? Because you know what I missed too? They made the Peach Bowl. They made the Peach Bowl like a bigger bowl, right? They made it a bigger deal. Like, and listen, in the old days, it used to be the Alamo Bowl, right? That was on New Year's Eve. They, you know, they always mix this crap up. They don't. They talk about tradition, but they they don't care about tradition. They they move. If there was tradition, you would Mississippi State. Now I get why Lisi was saying people want Mississippi State to drop out of the game. They really should, if they had any dignity. Like you know what I mean, like they really should. Like for the love of God, you're three and seven. How the hell are you playing in the Armed Forces Bowl? Like, how is Army not in this? How the hell do the military academies not have, like, the stamp on this game? <laughs> like, like, really? I Like, it's the Armed Forces Bowl. It's because it should be military, you know what I mean? There's some really weird, stupid games. There's a couple of cool ones. Uh, but there's a lot of dumb ones. Um, all right, so as far as, like, Christmas. So Christmas Eve... Christmas Eve day, there's a game on. Christmas Eve day, December the 24th at 3.30, the New Mexico Bowl is Houston and Hawaii. It's actually a pretty good matchup, fun game. Houston and Hawaii. And, um, and on Christmas Day, on Christmas Day, you've got uh, Buffalo and Marshall. And Marshall's really stumbled down the stretch. Christmas Day, the Camellia Bowl from Montgomery, Alabama, 2.30 Eastern. But there'll be NBA basketball. NBA basketball starts uh, Tuesday, right? A couple of days. So uh, there will be NBA basketball on Christmas Day, of course. But Christmas Day, if you want football, you'll get Buffalo. There's an NFL game, too. It's not a good one, but there's an NFL matchup. Actually, I think it, what, what's the NFL? Is it? I think it might be the, uh, the Dolphins and the Raiders, actually. We'll, we'll, get, we'll get to that. That's why I'm going over this. There's so much going on. We're just sort of setting this table for you. All right, let's set, let's just, we'll go in order here to keep this simple, all right? So starting tomorrow, tomorrow, 2.30 Eastern time, North Texas and App State in the Myrtle Beach Bowl. Uh, App State's like 21 and a half points. The thing with this game is North Texas are terrible. They suck. Their defense is horrible. Um, I don't know how interested App State's going to be, but North Texas are pretty bad. The thing is, courtesy of Mark Lawrence's database over at playbook.com, um, since 1990, there's only been 19 bowl games where a, a team has been favored by more than 16 points. All right? Um, 
you know, we've had blowouts. I was thinking about it. I'm like, come on, Morton, no, 19. Like, no, but there's been blowouts, but like the point spread. This is the biggest bowl spread since 2017 when Akron played FAU. It was like 24 and a half or something. So North, North Texas are getting all these points. They're not that good. Their defense is bad. Their offense is okay, but it's not even that great this year. So App State can name their score, but we're going to say in 19 times the team since 1990 in a bowl game are getting 16 or more points. They're 14 and five against the spread, the underdog. Tough game tomorrow. I like the over. I think, you know, there should be, it should go over the number. And one interesting thing about the bowl games is a lot of times they're sloppy because there was a long layoff in between games for these teams. This year, there's not. Most of these teams just played last week or two weeks ago, right? Like most of these teams have played. So there's not going to be rust. So there should be points. So Monday afternoon, that's tomorrow, we've got uh, the Myrtle Beach Bowl. And it's actually at the home of Coastal Carolina, Conway, South Carolina. Um, then on Tuesday afternoon, 3.30, we've got Tulane and Nevada. And, you know, I think Nevada might be a little worn out right now. Nevada had a strong start to the season. They've stumbled down the stretch. I don't know how enthusiastic they're going to be about playing in this game. Tulane are going to be pretty fired up. Tulane, you know, they're rebuilding the program. They don't go to a lot of bowl games. I think Tulane is the play uh, in that game. Tulane, that's on Tuesday afternoon. Um, then we got a good one, Tuesday night. Uh, UCF and BYU. BYU are six-and-a-half-point favorites. So for the record, Tulane are minus two and a half. And the total in the App State North Texas game is 65 and a half. So 21 and a half, 65 and a half. Tulane are minus two and a half. The total is 55 and a half. We like Tulane. Uh, I like the over in, in the App State North Texas game. UCF and BYU is a good one. That's Tuesday night at seven o'clock Eastern. BYU are minus six and a half. The total is 71 and a half. And um, this game is in Florida. Uh, this is the Boca Raton uh, Bowl. This is on the, uh, the 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 home turf of Florida Florida Atlantic, FAU. So Boca Raton Bowl, UCF, uh, BYU. I believe there'll be there's going to be fans. It's Florida, so big advantage. Uh, you know UCF in state here. UCF are going to be fired up for this game. You know BYU are a name team. UCF have a lot of team speed. They're athletic. They're going to match up well with BYU. This is going to be a really fun, high-scoring game that should come down to the wire. Like, look, if Coastal Carolina can beat BYU, UCF can beat BYU. Like, UCF might win this game outright. Yeah, I think they're going to be right in it. As good as BYU is, like UCF, it's a weird matchup for, for BYU. Like UCF have a lot of team speed. It's going to be a lot of points to put up on the board. That's why the total is 71 and a half. So that's Tuesday night. And then so then Wednesday afternoon, we got Louisiana Tech and Georgia Southern. At 3.30. Um, then at nighttime, we've got Memphis versus FAU. Law Tech and Georgia Southern are playing in the New Orleans Bowl. Memphis, FAU are playing in the Montgomery Bowl. And then Christmas Eve Day, we talked about it. Houston, Hawaii, 3.30. Um, Christmas Day, Buffalo, Marshall. And then the day after uh, Christmas Day, the 26th, We've got a good one. Coastal Carolina and Liberty be a fun game. Coastal Carolina deserve better, but it's still going to be a fun game. Uh, then you got a train wreck here with South Carolina and UAB. Give me UAB in the Gasparilla Bowl. That's from uh, Tampa. The Cure Bowl is in Orlando, Florida, Coastal and Liberty. 
So that's that's sort of you know we're not going to go through every bowl game's uh, schedule. We'll, we can blast through the point spreads, but um, you know we're just sort of setting the table for you for the next couple of days, setting the the holiday the holiday table uh, for you, so to speak. But as far as the point spreads are concerned, we will give you the updated numbers. We want to be first out of the gate, right? Uh, in case you like these numbers. So App State, 21 and a half, 65 and a half against North Texas. Tulane, minus two and a half against Nevada. Seems like everybody likes Tulane. We'll get Babano's thoughts on this game later. Uh, Babano will join us. Um, Tulane are minus two and a half, uh, 55 and a half. Joe liked Tulane earlier. Joe Lisi as well. UCF, plus six and a half against BYU. 71 and a half is the total. We talked about liking the dog here and the over. I don't know about the money line, but plus six and a half and 71 and a half. And plus 198 is the money line there. Louisiana Tech and Georgia Southern. Georgia Southern, a minus six and a half. That feels a little bit high. We haven't capped that game yet, but it feels a little high. Total 49 and a half. Memphis, like eight and a half against FAU. Total 50 and a half. We'll continue the um, college bowl line check, and we'll get you caught up to date as far as the National Football League playoff picture is concerned. And updated odds, bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. It's not your wife. It's not your kids. It's not your neighbor. And it sure isn't your boss. Only we understand you. We are your friends. You're listening to The Winning Edge. This is the Sports Grid Radio Network. Oh, yeah, it's all set. They got the bug boy on. The bug boy. Yeah. The little fella's been riding his heart out. They're going to break his maiden. Really? But it's a little slow out there. It rained last night. Oh, this baby loves the slop. Loves it. Eats it up. Eats the slop. Born the slop. His father was a mutter. His father was a mutter. His mother was a mutter. His mother was a mutter. What did I just say? Sports Rage Late Night continues. I am Gabriel Morenci. Ian Cameron Mabana will step up a little bit uh, later on and kick it uh, with us. We're just getting caught up to date with all the uh, the bowl uh, bowls and uh, bowl lines. And I want to get in the National Football League. We like to do line check, be the first ones out of the gate, get you prepared. So when the numbers move, we don't say, oh, well, it was six and a half, and now it's nine and a half. So, you know, you get, you get the opportunity. So speaking of six and a half, UCF getting six and a half against BYU. Uh, over under 71 and a half. We talked about Louisiana Tech and Georgia Southern uh, throwing it down. So Georgia Southern weighs six and a half. The total is 49 and a half. Uh, lower number, 49 and a half uh, there. And um, uh, this bowl game, where the hell is this game uh, being played at? <laughs> Where's this train wreck? Uh, Louisiana Tech and Georgia Southern is, is in New Orleans. It's in New Orleans. Uh, the New Orleans Bowl. All right, at the Superdome. Memphis and FAU, that's in Alabama. Memphis are laying eight and a half, uh, as we talked about. Hawaii and uh, Houston are playing in New Mexico. Um, Houston are 12 and a half point favorites. The total is 60 and a half. Memphis, eight and a half. The total is 50 and a half. Marshall and Buffalo, interesting game. I think Buffalo will get back on track. I mean, uh, Marshall seemed to have really hit a wall, man, over the last, um, you know, the last regular. They got shut out by Rice. Their offense was anemic again the other night against UAB. I don't know what's up with Marshall, if it's a COVID uh, situation or whatever it is, but 
You know, Buffalo, Buffalo choked and they blew the they they choked away the Mac championship game. But I don't think they're like devastated where they roll over now. It's not like they blew a chance to go to the Rose Bowl. You know what I mean? If they would have won, they would have played San Jose State. Like it's you know, I mean, it's not like, oh, we our lives are over. We lost the game. I don't think they're I'm not saying they're happy they lost the game, but it is, it is what it is. So Buffalo are three and a half against Marshall, total 54 and a half. Uh, Hawaii and Houston, we talked about it, 12 and a half, 60 and a half is the number there. Coastal Carolina, six and a half point favorites against Liberty, over under 59 and a half. The, um, the two and eight South Carolina Gamecocks are in a bowl game against UAB. UAB minus three and a half, total 45 and a half. UAB's defense is very good. Lafayette, ULL, a dangerous football team that, of course, beat Iowa State. They are, they're 13.5-point favorites against UTSA, total 59.5. Georgia State, minus 4.5 against Western Kentucky. If you watch that game, you are a degenerate. Like, you, you, like there's no way in hell someone married or someone with a hot girlfriend <laughs> or any sort of social life at all. Um, will watch Western Kentucky and Georgia State. Not saying I won't, but I'm saying, I'm saying, like, if we're watching this game, guys, like, we got a problem. And we know we're going to end up watching it. I will make a mental note of this. So we're going to watch this game. There's been bowl seasons where I have watched every damn bowl game. And there's been a couple of others where I'm like, I can't, I can't. Like, I'm not going to, like, really. Georgia State of Western Kentucky. Holy crap. Georgia State are four and a half point favorites, 53 and a half. My head hurts just giving you the point spread. Oklahoma State minus two and a half against Miami, Florida. That's a fun game. Oklahoma State minus two and a half against Miami, Florida. Where the hell is this one at? This is the Cheez It. So is this is the one at the baseball stadium then, right? This is the one in Phoenix. Or is this at uh yeah, yeah, because the uh the, the Cardinals play in Glendale. Right, so in Phoenix, so yeah, this would be the cheese it. I I like I'm with Joe. I like the baseball stuff. Players hate playing on that baseball dirt, but I always think it looks cool. <laughs> looks cool on TV. Miami and Oklahoma State, uh, good game. The Cheese It Bowl, that's December the 29th, and then the Alamo Bowl, December the 29th, Texas and Colorado. The Alamo Bowl is usually a fun game. So Oklahoma State are minus two and a half. The total is 60 and a half against Miami, Florida. The Texas Longhorns are 12 and a half point favorites against Colorado. Wow. Over under 50, uh, 64 and a half. I was going to say, oh boy, I'm going to smash that. I was like, wow, that's, that's, I'm going to hit that. 54 and a half. <laughs> 64 and a half. My bad. 64 and a half. I need laser uh, technology uh, eye, eye repair, I think. The Wisconsin Badgers get in a bowl game. Good for them. They've had a weird season. Um, minus six and a half against Wake Forest. They'll mess Wake Forest up. Total 55 and a half. Wisconsin and Wake Forest. That game is the, uh, I've never heard of this ones before. Duke's Mayo. <laughs> it's the main, it's the mayonnaise bowl. Literally. Hey, can you pass the bowl of mayonnaise, please? Wake Forest and Wisconsin in the, in the mayonnaise bowl. Duke's Mayo. You ever had anyone ever had Duke's Mayo before? I've never heard of Duke's Mayonnaise. 
Now, now I have. See, they're they're them sponsoring this bowl game. I think we've kind of screwed over some of the uh, the sponsors here. Um, but you know what? A lot of them don't have any sponsors. Like Idaho potato, whatever. It's the state of Idaho, and they they pimp their potatoes. Myrtle Beach speaks for itself. All right, travel to Myrtle Beach. Boca Raton, same thing. It's just the Boca. It's the town of Boca Raton Bowl, the city of New Orleans Bowl, the city of Montgomery, Alabama Bowl. And I got to tell you, it's not by choice. These these bowls just can't get sponsors, I guess. Um, ESPN doesn't care. ESPN owns these bowl games, right? Like these bowl games are all created by ESPN. They actually own them. It's like not like there's a New Orleans bowl like trademark that owns it. It's ESPN that just creates these bowl games. They have the people that run it for them, but they create the games. I always get a kick though out of the sponsor names and like which ones I've heard of and like do I know what it is and stuff like that. And I got to be honest, most of them I don't, because a lot of the times it's like new companies, right? It's new companies that are trying to you know get a name for themselves. One of the funniest, there's a great SNL um, clip, like we talked about last week, like with the Jets stuff, can't play it. But there's a, there was a great SNL one that Adam Sandberg dude did the voiceover for. It was like about bowl games. And it was just like about ridiculous matchups. And he was like, DeVry University, stingy defense, takes on the University of Phoenix. <laughs> <laughs> And then he was like, you know, Mississippi State takes on the cast of How I Met Your Mother. <laughs> and he, the life be, the life begins at Conceptions Fiesta Bowl. Like he came, they came up with like these ridiculous titles. It's a great bit. Just look it up. SNL Bowls, SNL Bowl Skit. You know, it's a college football bowl skit. It's really funny stuff. So I always got a kick out of them because you know we even got a laugh out of the Texas Smoothie Bowl, the Frisco Smoothie. But a lot of them don't have sponsors this year. Like, we don't have a lot of them. Duke's Mayo, all right, that's a good one. So now right, we know about the Duke's Mayonnaise. Armed Forces, they're trying to get you to join the Armed Forces. Kind of speaks for itself. <laughs> Come on, man, we got nothing else? Like, nothing else cool? The First Responder Bowl. Gasparilla. I don't know what Gasparilla does. I remember, like, we 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 wondered about this last year, actually, too. Cheese it. I know cheese it. The cheese it bowl. See, that's good. Like, you know what I mean? Like, like you know, like the Fiesta Bowl? I actually think of, tosti- like, Tostitos and salsa and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, the, the when you get, like, you know, like, something that you can put in a bowl is a good idea. Now, mayonnaise is a little off. <laughs> the mayonnaise bowl. I love it. It's the it's the mayonnaise bowl. You got the Alamo bowl speaks for itself. So I guess I have to say, you know, it's kind of weak names this year. So I guess the the best name, do we go with Cheese It or do we go with Duke's Mayo? We got the lending tree if you're broke and you need money bowl. You got the lending tree if you're broke and you need money bowl. You got the Cheese It bowl, Alamo bowl, Duke's Mayo bowl. And that's it. That's about it for names. Very disappointing, actually. I can't believe I'm missing sponsors, but I am. I am. I actually want, like, uh, I, you know, I'm actually disappointed. I want some crazy, stupid names. Like, where's, uh, where's like, the lawnmower stuff and all that? You know what I mean? The John Deere Bowl. And, you know, come on, let's mix it up a little bit here. 
We do have some cool matchups, though, that we haven't gotten to. There's some, there's, there's a lot of crap, but there's some okay stuff. Like I said, there's a lot of degenerate stuff that you're just a pure degen, like we are. Iowa and Missouri. I don't know, man. Missouri are pretty scrappy, actually, getting 13 and a half points, but they've had COVID all year. We got to keep our eye on that. That's fair. They're getting 15 and a half. What uh, stupid bowl game is this one? Iowa. Iowa and Missouri is the Music City Bowl. Okay, that's that's a real one. That's not dumb. Mississippi State and Tulsa. We talked about Tulsa, one and a half point favorites against Mississippi State. Mississippi State are a three and seventeen. Tulsa's defense is fierce; they can stop anybody. Uh, they nearly beat Cincinnati at Cincinnati in the rain, man. Like they're the real deal, Tulsa. I'm going to be all over Tulsa in this game, New Year's Eve day. Ball State and San Jose State's a real cool game. How about the San Jose State Spartans, guys? Wow, what a run, man! What a run! What a run, like beating the teams that they did in the fashion that they did, going to Hawaii and winning in Hawaii, going back to Las Vegas to play on a neutral field against the good Nevada team. They beat Nevada like easily. They pulled away. They were down early, like 21-3. They stormed back and they like they ran away with the game. They won by double digits. Um, they played Boise State. Oh, this is going to be different. It's You know what I mean? And even I question it. But, man, they beat Boise by double digits. Like San Jose State, hell of a year. Great team. Fun game. Ball State are good too, man. Ball State have very good skill position players. Like their wide receivers are good. Their quarterback is good. Ball State's offense is very good. Um, That's going to be a fun game. And San Jose State's defense is very good too. So that's a good matchup. West Virginia and Tennessee is a cool matchup. And this game is in Tennessee, the Liberty Bowl. That's not a great... uh, It's kind of a disadvantage for the Mountaineers here. I actually like West Virginia in this game, but I didn't realize it was in Tennessee. That's why we're just sort of going over the quick checks of where these games are at. TCU in Arkansas is in Houston, Texas. And then we have the Citrus Bowl, Florida, you know, Auburn, Northwestern, Gator, Jacksonville, uh, Kentucky, NC State, Outback Bowl, Ole Miss, and uh, Indiana. We got Oklahoma, Florida, and the Cotton. Cincinnati, Georgia, and the Peach. The Ducks and the Cyclones in the Fiesta. That's a, just a terrible, like, I don't know what the hell they're doing there. Uh, Texas A&M. Like, you got ranked 25th ranked team versus the 10th ranked team. Iowa State shouldn't be ranked 10th. That's ridiculous. Cincinnati versus Georgia in the Peach Bowl is a cool game. Texas A&M versus North Carolina. Fun game. Should be a lot of points. That's the uh, the Orange Bowl. Fun game. Should be a lot of points. So. Um, the Florida Gators are three-and-a-half-point favorites. Pitts has opted out, though. Florida Gators are three-and-a-half-point favorites. Total 68-and-a-half against the Sooners. Tulsa, minus one-and-a-half against Mississippi State, 49-and-a-half. San Jose State lays seven-and-a-half to Ball State now, 64-and-a-half. West Virginia, minus three-and-a-half, 44-and-a-half. TCU, minus three-and-a-half against Arkansas. Over-unders, 57-and-a-half. Four-point spreads. College Bowl line check on the other side. Bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. There are 
24 hours in every day. 1,440 minutes. 86,400 seconds. And we still have trouble squeezing all this glorious sports talk in. Have you thought about maybe sleeping less? This is the Sports Grid Radio Network. Late Night Anger Management Class, Level 2. Quickest 180 minutes in sports. Rapid fire, as always, into the three-minute warning of the second level. Uh, we got uh, Ian Cameron still uh, joining us a little bit uh, later on. We're just doing a, a college football bowl line check uh, right now. So we talked about uh, West Virginia. This game uh, is in Tennessee, the Liberty Bowl. Uh, West Virginia minus 3.5 against the Volunteers. Totals 44.5. TCU. Minus three and a half against Arkansas. I think the Hogs could be a live dog there. Plus three and a half, total 57 and a half. Cincinnati Bearcats. Cincinnati Bearcats in the Peach Bowl. Disadvantage for Cincinnati playing Georgia in Atlanta. Um, Georgia lays seven and a half against Cincinnati. You've got all they can handle from Tulsa. <coughs> I think people are down uh, right now. I think people are down on Cincinnati a little bit because they didn't smoke Tulsa. But thing is, Tulsa are very good, guys. Like, Tulsa's defense is legit. Like, they, they're really nasty, man. Big dudes, they pursue the ball. Like, they're, 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 Tulsa have some athletes. Uh, Tulsa have athletes on the offensive side of the football, too. Good football team. Uh, we've got, so, uh, seven and a half in the Peach Bowl. Total is 50 and a half in that game. 50 and a half. Northwestern, who uh, hung around with Ohio State. They covered. We cashed a ticket. We lost with the over, but we hit, uh, we hit Northwestern plus the points. Northwestern minus two and a half against Auburn. Got to take a look at uh, Northwestern. This game total is 45 and a half. Notre Dame are getting 19 and a half now. It opened up at 17 and a half. It was quickly bet up. It settled in at 19 and a half right now. Alabama total 65 and a half. Identical total, uh, Ohio State and Clemson. Uh, Clemson, seven and a half. And uh, we got the total of 65 and a half. We got Kentucky laying two and a half to NC State over under 51 and a half. The Ducks are four and a half point underdogs against the Cyclones, the committee team. The committee's team laying four and a half points. I don't know. Ducks plus the points look, looks attractive. Texas A&M, who thinks they got shafted. Texas A&M, the Aggies, minus five and a half against the Tar Heels. Total 16 and a half. Going to be a track meet. Usain Bolt style. Bring it. <laughs> 